Welcome to On Assignment by God, your daily devotional blogcast. From encouragement to instructions and everything in between, listen in on my conversation with God every morning. It's part devotional, part instructional, but mainly a whole lot of coffee, comedy, and conversations with God. You are a part of a community. On Assignment by God. Start the conversation. Let's go. Good morning. What's up, y'all? Good morning and welcome to another episode of On Assignment by God, the daily blogcast. This is your host, Fun Strong, new last name. Do y'all know what I mean when I say new last name? That means I am standing in faith that my last name will change. It will be a God-ordained last name. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want to get straight to it this morning. This is what I heard Holy Spirit say to me in our conversation. No longer optional, but necessary. Strength for the necessary. Don't be afraid to cast demons out. Stay on the prayer wall. I am with you on the prayer wall. Don't get weary on the prayer wall. Your staying power resides in my name. Say my name, say my name, Jesus, Jesus, you're wired to win because I wired you myself. These are the scriptures that I studied this morning. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to illustrate their need for constant prayer and to show them that they must keep praying until the answer comes. That's Luke 18, 1, the Living Bible Translation. The Amplified Version of Luke 18, 1 says, Also, Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose heart, and give up. Y'all, today's conversation with Holy Spirit was pretty direct But it was also encouraging to me as well. Now, of course, y'all know when I wrote, say my name, say my name, I thought about that song by Destiny's Child. (laughs) And Holy Spirit showed me that by saying his name, (laughs) I am his child and I will reach my destiny. And by saying his name, Jesus, my children will reach their destiny. I love how he'll take a secular song (laughs) and turn that thing right on around. Okay. And speaking of children. And destiny, last night I walked into my daughter's room and I noticed that she kind of jumped up. Well, having been a secretive kid myself, I recognized the jump. And of course, she and I had a nice little conversational exchange. You know, the kind that I was like, what you doing? Okay, and, and you gonna tell the truth because the truth gonna set you free. But you definitely ain't finna lie to me, okay? <laughs> so we had a little talk, and then Holy Spirit led me to just start praying over my daughter. You see, I've prayed over my daughter many times before, my son as well. But what I realized is that I got to keep praying. Just because I prayed those times before doesn't exempt me from praying even more. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be like, well, I prayed about that. I done did all that. I done, you know, no, you got to keep praying. See, there is a destiny and a purpose for each of our lives. And the enemy, he wants us to think we should be a one-time prayer hit wonder. You know what I'm saying? 
No, no, we are not to be no one time prayer wonders. Okay. One, we just pray about that thing one time. No, the scripture tells us that Jesus told his disciples through a parable that they must keep praying until the answer comes. And guess what? The enemy is always trying to come. So we must always be praying. I want you to go and read the story in Luke 18. It's about a widow woman who kept going to this judge and she did not give in. I'm talking about she kept going to the judge outside his tent because, you know, back then the, the, the courtroom wasn't like our courtrooms today. It was like a tent and she just kept going to the tent. Right. She just kept going to the tent talking about avenge me, avenge me. I ain't got nobody to come in there and represent me because I'm widowed. Right. She was a woman, so she really couldn't enter the courtroom. But that didn't keep her from constantly going and pleading her case outside of the court. And she kept going. And guess what? That judge eventually gave in to her. Yes. That's why we have to keep on praying. So last night, as me and my daughter, we connected, you know, even more like we connected even more. And I I was like, oh, Lord, you're so good, because here I was going into her room and I'm like, what's she doing? What's going on? And that that situation could have went all the way left. It could have been me fussing and, you know, just doing a whole bunch of other things instead of praying. Some of y'all, thank you, Holy Spirit. Some of y'all need to stop fussing at your kids and start laying hands on your kids. Okay. You need to start laying hands on your kids. And I ain't talking about whooping them. I'm talking about praying for them. Now, I ain't saying don't whoop them. If they need a whooping, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Bible says spare the rod, spoil the child. So, you know, you know, lay them hands on them if you need to. But you need to do more praying for them. Yeah. Yeah. See, as my daughter approaching these teenage years, you know, and my son hit double digits. They, they trying to push the boundaries with mommy a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But. The Bible says, honor your father and your mother. And I remind them of that often. Y'all, do you read your Bible now? Because, you know, I had them reading their Bible. That's the other thing. All right. Do your kids see you reading your Bible? And are you training them up to read their Bible? Are you training them up to have conversations with God? Okay. So, again, we must stay fervently on the prayer wall. Okay. Ain't no breaks. Ain't no breaks. I know you tired. Ain't no break, though. You got to stay on the prayer wall. And that's why it's so key for us to be able to pray in the spirit. Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us to be able to pray in our heavenly language because you might be tired of praying for that child in your language. Oh, but if you just allow Holy Spirit to intercede on your behalf. So when you're praying in tongues and praying in your heavenly language, you just you just fully surrendered and you letting Holy Spirit take over that prayer because you tired. But your spirit ain't tired. Ooh, we Jesus. Uh, you tired, but your spirit ain't tired. Okay, Holy Spirit ain't tired. Ooh, y'all. I thought about it last night, though, when I went in there, you know, she jumped or whatever. I thought about when I was her age. I said, Lord Jesus, because, you know, I was a little sneaky at her age. And I thought about the stuff I used to do. And that's what prompted me to pray. <laughs> I even got to casting out demons because, see, the thing is, I'm not about to let no demon be up in my child or me or anybody connected to me. You know what I'm saying? Holy Spirit encouraged me this morning when he said, don't be afraid to cast out demons. Some of us need to learn more about casting out demons. 
Some of us need to learn what a demon is and how to even get into our children or get into us or get into our family members or get into our friends. We need to come into the knowledge of these things so that we can know that we have the power in Jesus name to cast them out. Y'all thinking, oh, I don't believe, I don't know about the demon stuff. Well, you need to know about it. We perish for lack of knowledge. Yeah. You got a you you got stuff going on in your house. You wondering why things are crazy. It might be a demon, but you need to know how the demon got in there. So when you cast it out, it don't have a way to get back in. You got to come into the knowledge of everything that's going on. Okay. In your life. And how do you do that? Reading the Bible. Yeah. Reading the word. So, yeah, we can't be afraid to use the power of the name of Jesus, even with our children. My children, no. <laughs> hey, I will put some oil on my hand. And even if I don't put no oil on my hand, I'm going to put my hand on your face and I'm going to look you in your eyes. Because I ain't really talking to my child. I'm talking to the spirit that's trying to latch on to my child. Because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But not on our watch. No, not on our watch. We must stay on the prayer wall. And even if you ain't never been on the wall, now's the time to jump on up here. Okay, now is the time to jump on up here. You like, I don't know what that means by being on the prayer wall. Well, ask somebody that's up here. You might need a hand pull. Hey, pray for me to get on up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just think about a wall and people sitting up on top of that wall praying. Okay, if you ain't never been on the prayer wall, now is the time to jump on up here. In the book of Jeremiah, the Lord says, Jeremiah 15, 20, I will make you like a wall to them. I will make you like a strong bronze wall. The people will fight against you, but they will not overcome you. I am with you. I will save you, announces the Lord. You understand? The Lord will make you a wall. <laughs> I'm up every time I jump on the wall. The Lord will make you a wall. Okay. If you have been on the prayer wall and you feel yourself getting a little bit tired because you know, I felt that way before myself. Just know I'm praying for you as you pray for me. Check this scripture out in closing. This is Ephesians 17 through 22. He came and preached peace to you who were far away. He also preached peace to those who were near. Through Christ, we both come to the Father by the power of one Holy Spirit. Y'all get that right there. I just, I, that part ain't even the part that I was really trying to share with you, but I wanted to include all of these scriptures. But he came and preached peace to you who were far away. See, some of us that, that are listening to me right now, some of you that are listening to me right now, you're far away, right? But the Lord has come to preach peace to you, even though you're far away from him. But then he's also preaching peace to those who are near to him. Oh, Jesus. See, the Lord don't even show favoritism. Thank you, Lord, that you don't show favoritism. Because I remember when I was verse 17, when I was uh, far away from him, but he was still preaching peace to me. Ooh, and he's still preaching peace to me now that I'm near to him. It says through Christ, we both 
Because of what Jesus did, we both come to the Father by the power of one Holy Spirit. Let me keep going because this is the part that I was trying to get to. So you are no longer outsiders and strangers. You are citizens together with God's people. You are also members of God's family. You, this is the part right here. Verse 20, Ephesians 2, 20. You are a building that is built on the apostles and prophets. They are the foundation. Christ Jesus himself is the most important stone in the building. The whole building is held together by him. It rises to become a holy temple because it belongs to the Lord. And because you belong to him, you too are being built together. You are being made into a house where God lives through his spirit. What am I even talking about? Why did this scripture even come up? Because we the wall, we are the prayer wall. We are like a a building, you know, buildings have walls, right? (laughs) We are the whole building is being held together by Jesus Christ. He is the cornerstone, right? But as, as we, let me give you another scripture. This is going to make it plain right here. Okay. This is first Peter two, five through six. And now you are living stones that are being used to build a spiritual house. You are also a group of holy priests. And with the help of Jesus Christ, you will offer sacrifices that please God. It is just as God says in the scriptures. Look, I am placing in Zion a choice and precious cornerstone. No one who has faith in that one will be disappointed. See, y'all, we are living stones on the prayer wall. Yeah. We live in stones on the prayer wall. So let us continue to build a spiritual house together with Jesus Christ being our cornerstone. Let us stay on the prayer wall. Oh, I just love my conversations with God. Don't you? Now, one of the prerequisites for being on the prayer wall is that you got to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Like you, you know, you, you praying and you praying in the name of Jesus, but you first got to accept Jesus. Okay. You accept him first. And then the power that rose him from the dead lives on the inside of you. And then you start, you know, having conversations with him. Like I do and share them with people. Like I do, I'm sharing them with you. But If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I want to offer Christ to you right here, right now. All you have to do is openly confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. That's Romans 10, 9. When you pray that prayer, you are saved. Amen. Amen. I want you to do me a big favor and text the word saved to 601-299-4398. That's 601-299-4398. If you can't text that number, feel free to email us at info, I-N-F-O, at onassignmentbygod.com. That's info, I-N-F-O, at onassignmentbygod.com. 
I want to be one of the first ones to congratulate you on your new life with Jesus Christ. And I also want to share some resources with you that's going to help you on your spiritual walk, because I know you probably like, okay, I accepted Jesus Christ as my as my Lord and Savior. What's next? What do I do next? How do I walk this out? And so I want to be able to help you to do that by sending you some resources. So make sure you text us or email us and let us know that you got saved today. Okay. All of heaven is rejoicing and so am I. But I need you to let me know that's you. All right. All right. Go on ahead and do it. Go on ahead and text me now. You can stop listening to the podcast and go on text me if that's you. All right. Let's jump into these assignments for today. All right, y'all, assignment number one, y'all ready? What did Holy Spirit say to you in your conversation with him this morning? Hope you wrote it down. You better have wrote it down. If I find out you ain't writing down what the Lord said to you when you talk to him every morning, it's going to be me and you, okay? Me and you, all right? I'm just saying, you don't want, you, you don't want these hands, okay? They full of oil. <laughs> all right, number two, assignment number two. Are you on the prayer wall? Okay. Are you on the prayer wall? One thing I ain't going to do is get down off the prayer wall. Okay. I'm going to pull you up here. Did double lay hands on you. (laughs) For real though. Are you on the prayer wall or do you need to get on it? Answer that question. Are you on the prayer wall or do you need to get on it? And and how do you know if you own it or not? If you own it, that means you, you, you praying at all times. The Bible says pray without ceasing. You should be praying at all times. Yeah, you probably like, well, I mean, how am I going to work? Listen, you can pray at work. You can pray in the bathroom. You can pray in the shower. You can pray while you're eating. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be praying at all times. Okay? So, that's how you know if you're on the prayer wall or not. How much time are you praying? Okay? All right. And then assignment number three, record yourself reading the word of God. Make sure you do that, okay? Just pull out your little phone, record yourself reading the word, then play it back. And then God will show you some things in the playback, okay? And your faith will be built, all right? It's a win-win for doing this assignment, okay? All of these assignments are a win-win, okay? I'm just saying. And then, hey, if you have not, if you have not, I got like 10 copies left, seriously, I think. 10 copies yeah if you have not grabbed your copy of the one hour prayer challenge book and journal how to transform your spiritual life in 10 minute increments get your copy today okay head over to on assignmentbygod.com forward slash shop and get your copy yes i'm gonna keep promoting the obedience project because that's what you're supposed to do you know what i'm saying god tell you to do something you do it you're supposed to promote it okay i mean how else is he gonna get into the hands of the people that he wants it to get into i'm just saying so that's a note that's a a promotional marketing tip for those of you who are promoting projects that the lord told you to do or that have projects that the lord told you to do but you are not promoting it that's a tip for you okay god can't get it to the people If you're not telling people about it, open up your mouth. (laughs) Okay. Open up your mouth and say something. Say something. Let people know you got a book. You got a podcast. You got a journal. You got a 
I don't know, whatever you got, whatever he told you to do, you got to tell people about it, okay? And you keep telling people about it until he tell you not to tell nobody about it. And most of the time, he wants you to keep talking about it, you know? Y'all, <laughs> ah, stuff be out there in the secular world being advertised all the time. They bombard us with ads. Well, what about the products that the Lord told us to put out, okay? We need to be bombarding people with the things, of the Lord, okay. All right, y'all. That's all I. <laughs> that's all I got. Hey, and don't forget, we're doing the one-hour prayer challenge live. That's right, we're doing it live. That means you can come together with me and a bunch of other people who are going to take the challenge live. Well, what does that mean, fun? That means I'm going to lead you through the challenge. Well, do I need the book to do that? Yeah, you need the book to do that. No, you don't really need the book to do. It. <laughs> I would love for you to have the book. Of course, you know, it's a book and a journal. So you'll be able to write down what you hear the Lord saying during the challenge. I mean, you know, it's 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 a good tool. It's a good tool to have during the challenge. Okay, but it's not a necessary tool. You can actually, you know, just get a notebook and write what you hear him say. Okay, it's fine. It's totally fine. But when you get the book, you'll have the challenge at your disposal anytime you want to take the challenge by yourself you know what i'm saying i'm just telling you because you gonna keep taking the challenge don't think what did i say earlier you can't just do it one time you can't just pray about something one time the bible says though jesus told the disciples you have to keep on praying okay don't get tired of praying you got to keep on doing so you know when you had a one-hour prayer challenge book and journal it's right there as a visual reminder hey i need to take that challenge again because i done got tired and I'm talking to myself. Like, doing the challenge live is going to refresh me. Okay? So, if you haven't gotten a book or if you know somebody who needs the book and you want to be a blessing to them, go ahead. Buy the book and be a blessing to them and say, hey, I know that this is something that will be a blessing to your life, that will transform your, your prayer life. So, I wanted to get it for you. So go ahead and do that. Be a blessing to somebody else, okay? So head over to onassignmentbygod.com. Click on today's episode. Stay on the prayer wall or get on it for the first time. <laughs> That's the whole title, y'all, for real. Stay on the prayer wall or get on it for the first time, okay? So if that's you, head over there, grab a copy of the book, or click to join the One Hour Prayer Challenge live, okay? I put it in the show notes as well. So you know, be about your business, okay? But be about your father's business, okay? Our Lord and Savior. Be about the father's business. All right? All right, y'all. That's all I got for you today. I'll holler at you tomorrow. <laughs>